0: Hello, welcome to Through the Line, the Agency Squared podcast with me, Andy Barjuri. In today's show, I'm talking to Tim Watson, who runs a consultancy called Traction 6. And Tim's expertise is EOS. Now, what the hell is EOS, I hear you say? It stands for the Entrepreneurial Operating System, a fantastic framework for how to run companies and organisations built by a guy called Gino Wickman. And Tim is an expert in helping companies to implement this framework. Now, if you're running an agency pretty much of any size, there's great lessons you can learn from this uh, podcast and from EOS to help you to set up and run your business in a way that's sustainable and scalable. So have a listen, see what you think and see if EOS might be for you and your agency enjoy the show Tim good morning welcome to through the line thanks nice to
1: be here how are you today oh good yeah yeah you know it's got things you know things are sort of going to be a quiet christmas but things are sort of coming together and most of it's in place now. so <laughs>
0: <laughs> good good by the time this goes out christmas will be a thing of the past but i can oh, tell sure. our listeners i'm sure that we're both looking forward to a break at christmas time uh come back in the new year with a bit more energy i think a bit more vigor. tim it's great to talk to you because you are an expert in eos and I want to find out what that's all about because I've read the fantastic traction book by Gino Wickman. And I think there is significant value for agency businesses or any business really to have a think about the, the core principles of EOS. But before we get into that, tell me a bit about your journey, Tim. How did you, how did you get to becoming an EOS implementer?
1: Oh uh, yeah. Great question. Um, yeah. You know, I, I've, um... Just, I'll give you the short version. I spent much of my career in in software technology. Um, you know, my first startup experience failed. And then in 2004, I joined a um, MarTech startup business. And, you know, that grew really rapidly, um, you know, was sold for millions. Um, I stayed with it, you know, continuing the growth for another four years. And then I exited and started a marketing consultancy business, you know, growing that with international clients. Um, and then... Five years ago, um, to help a U.S. business grow, uh, I joined the leadership team there working remotely um, for the U.S. business. And it was at that time, uh, you know, having read Traction and like you, you know, being really kind of impressed with the practical simplicity of it. And it's like, yeah, you know, this this, mm-hmm. I can really see how this helps. Um, so, you know, working with the founder there, we, we decided to implement EOS it comes from traction into that business and it just worked better than expected. Um, the US business grew 54% to 10 million over three years. Uh, the more I used EOS the more I became a total devotee um, and you know I got to the point of having mastered it. Began using those tools with other companies saw repeated success and having made the discovery that EOS is really a great way to to run a, a truly entrepreneurial business. you you know I decided that's where I should devote my effort and that's you know where I am now Uh Um, it wasn't by design it was a discovery by accident sort of five years ago that you know born out to be a really good discovery
0: how many companies are founded that way by a bit of an accident um, which Uh, turns out to be something really interesting I really like what you said there the practical simplicity of EOS I think that is really important because when when often we think about planning a business, we think about enormous business plans and very in-depth planning procedures. And I think what Gino Wickman's done very very well with EOS is to distill it down into some really simple practical steps you can take to actually structure a business. And and I like that because people that run agencies tend to be very busy, tend to be focused very much on their client, tend not to look so much. Inside running their business to use that classic expression working in the business rather than on the business, and I think that, that's one of the reasons why I think traction and EOS is a really, really interesting approach. So, we've used that term EOS probably about a dozen times already without really introducing what it is, Tim. So, what, what actually
1: is EOS? Oh, yes, okay. <laughs> uh, EOS stands for Entrepreneurial Operating System. Um, you know, and it's it's uh, really just a complete proven system of those simple practical tools that help people achieve three things. Uh, the three things we call vision, traction, and healthy. And vision is from the standpoint of getting everybody in the business, you know, like 100 on the same page with where the vision's going and how it's going to get there. And traction from the standpoint of getting the leaders to become more disciplined and accountable um you know executing on that vision achieving that vision and then healthy is creating um you know open honest cohesive functional uh, leadership teams because you know when you put leaders together they're not always like that um <laughs> no <laughs> yeah, surprise <laughs> um you know so that's the kind of the healthy and and you know what we see is that as as you get the whole leadership team um, you know, on the same page with vision, executing with discipline on and getting traction and becoming healthy, then, you know, so goes the rest of the organisation. Eventually, everybody in the business lines up behind that vision. Everybody's executing with discipline and accountability with people they like to work with. Um, and it's just you know that everyone's rowing together and it's like the turbo charge kicks in it's really hard to describe um i can imagine you know that as as that happens and you know it 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 takes a little bit of time before you've got the whole organization working together um but it does happen yeah so that's what eos is it's just a, a really great way of running a business with simple practical proven tools Got TV you. Vision,
0: yeah. So so let's look at those. Let's look a bit about those tools. But before we do, just on that piece about vision, I think that's so often a piece that's missing <laughs> and, and people don't always understand the value of it. And I speak from personal experience there, because when I ran my marketing agency, and this must be probably six, seven or so years ago. I had a, a young chap who I was basing quite a lot of growth on tell me that he wanted to leave. And one of the reasons why he wanted to leave was because he didn't understand what my vision was. And at the time, I kind of thought, well, why do you care? <laughs> Probably <laughs> not going to be here for more than two or three years. And that, and that was obviously sh- so short-sighted of me and so showed a real lack of experience. Wow. Um, but it taught me a valid lesson as well is that, you know, if you're going to lead people, you've got to show them where you're going to. You, you've got to show them what that grand that end goal looks like and that's really that visionary piece isn't it
1: yeah I mean that 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 was pretty far-sighted of the young chap then if he was kind of feeling like this business is lacking a clarity and vision and and you know what Andy it's it's not that there isn't vision um you know inevitably there is there is some sense of vision there you know I'm sure you had some vision in your mind you know you you had some thoughts around you know what you were trying to achieve but but what what happens is that vision hasn't been you know kind of simplified clarified it, it isn't actually shared so you might actually have three or four different versions of the visions in three or four different people's heads you know so if you've got a, a, a leadership team and a group of leaders um you know they might well have a slightly different version of that vision um, yeah and some people may have no version of that vision at all um so you know the that first step as you say is it's just getting the clarity of yes. what that vision is and getting everybody to agree on the same vision as <laughs> uh, as as well and i mean you know my I've worked with a lot of um businesses in in you know either working with them working for them where you know when i was um doing um consultancy marketing consultancy work and I have to say you know it's pretty rare that i ever walked into a company and they were able to say hey Tim um look here's here's the um you know here's a two-page document that explains our vision you know where we're going um what, what we're doing how we're going to get there um you know these are the um priorities we've got this year for the business these are our goals for the business our kind of three to seven most important goals and uh you know in this this quarter these are the things the priorities that each of our leaders have got." um as their absolute priorities they're going to be executing on and delivering in order to help us achieve that plan and <laughs> um, i have i have to say <laughs> if you walk into a business that's running on iOS, you will absolutely be able to get that within you know five ten minutes but yeah. i yeah, any other business I've walked into, it's not too common.
0: <laughs> yeah, particularly within smaller enterprises where you haven't got that structure. You you're probably if you've started up, you've grown from doing something that you love, whether it's SEO or media relations or design, for example. So you you're just you're building up based on your passion rather than a fundamental understanding as to what it takes to run a successful business.
1: Yeah.
0: But there's oh. something you've said a few times there. I think is really interesting, is that getting that leadership team on board and getting everyone on board or behind the same vision. I think one of the things that comes through, if you read the book traction is what he finds is what he's found is that when he implements EOS, he finds that there's a, often a lot of change in that leadership team. I think he says up to 80% of companies change completely the leadership team during the process of implementing EOS is that your experience? Have you seen quite a lot of change at that level? Yeah, uh,
1: it does change. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm not sure the 80%, um, but certainly, you know, it does. It definitely, definitely does change. And then it's, 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 it's amazing because what happens is you start to get clear on the vision. Um, you start to try and, you know, get everyone. And then you will get someone who will say, uh, you know, you know what? This isn't actually what I want to do um you know i'm i'm going i realize that i'm going to be in the wrong place for me mm. um that's not going to be good for me that's not going to be good for the business you know i'm 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 going to go to somewhere where you know i can you know work on my passion and and you know a company which has got the kind of the vision that i'm happy with so absolutely i've seen that happen um and as you clarify you know the seats the functions and the roles in the business people I've, you know sat in a session where we've been doing it and 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 you've defined everything everyone's agreed on what the business needs to look like structurally and someone will say oh that's not me you know that 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 seat there that that that's not me that's not me at all um and people get really honest with themselves and it's it, it's, it's truly for a greater good yes because you know you see people who are not happy in their in their work life yes um and it's because they're you know, they haven't quite maybe put their finger on it, but then they're, they're not doing something that they, they really are, you know, put on this earth to do. Yes. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and An US helps bring that into focus. Um, it helps identify it, um, which is, it's a win-win, you know, ultimately that person can move to a place which is going to be better for them and the, and the business will get someone who is truly great in that seat. Um, and yeah. it, you know it makes the thing motor. I so.
0: really like that the expression of seat there's so using that or that terminology that comes through from the book. so that's I guess that's one of the six elements of EOS, isn't it? So what are those six different elements, Tim? Give me a kind of overview sure. as to the six different parts yeah yeah,
1: yeah I mean it, you know it works, but there's six components in the um, eOS model. Um, and it's the EOS the journey is all about strengthening each of those six components. Um, and these, it, it came from the realization, you know, the discovery that Gino had that like every entrepreneur is struggling with 136 different issues simultaneously. Um, and it turns out that, you know, all of those um, issues tend to be symptoms of a true root cause that lies in a weakness of one of the six components. And to the extent you can make the business stronger in those six components, you will um you know those problems will kind of evaporate and, and just fit into place um you know as, as they kind of disappear so yeah those six components which is what you asked Andy um the six components are, are vision um you know getting everybody on the same page of where you're going how you're going to get there um people you know getting truly great people from top to bottom in the organization and um that, you know, people talk about eight players, superstars, top quarter, you know, all of this kind of like strange language around how oh, he's really great and so on. But what we do with EOS is we, we use a couple of techniques to define right people, right seats. So we make a really clear definition of yeah. who's going to be great um, in the organization. So it's vision people. And then data is you know, just running the business on on some objective numbers. Um, rather than kind of subjective emotions, egos, and, and so on, just getting a little bit of clarity in with some facts and some numbers. So, right. data's just a bit stronger, getting the business to run on numbers. And then, I, as you.
0: I, get- I think that's an area as marketeers we've got much better at perhaps in the last 10, 15 years. You know, we we're much more data led i think in marketing than we might have been emotionally led previously so that probably yeah, plays quite well to our strength.
1: yeah I mean, it definitely def, you know there's an awful lot of data in marketing nowadays compared with 20 30 years ago but yeah. but that's really data around the marketing not data around the business so that's kind of in the business data rather than on the business data in a sense
0: yeah i agree but but i think my point there is We've got used to the idea of working yeah. with data because we have to. So this shouldn't be such a stretch.
1: Yes. It's sort of someone says you should use some numbers to do, to help make decisions. It won't be like, really? We've never done that before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so those, those, those are the first three, the um, vision um, people and data. And as you get really strong on those and get the business really executing on those correctly, then you start to have the, issues um, you know reveal themselves they they get smoked out <laughs> um, and that brings us to the fourth one which is the issues component um, and the issues is just around uh, getting everybody in the organization really good at uh, shouting out an issue when there is one um, getting teams working on prioritizing those issues correctly and then solving them you know setting them up knocking them down making them go away forever. Um, for the greater good of the organization, really solving things at their root uh, because you know a lot of the time people you know they have an issue and and all they ever do is discuss it, but they never really get to the root of it and solve it. <laughs> it just sits there and festers um, so that 's the fourth and then the fifth one is process um, every business you know got a handful of core processes, and to the extent that you can get strong on process uh just making things happen consistently, those important things, just helps profitability, uh, manageability, scalability, and makes the business a lot more fun to run um, when you've got some solid processes. Uh, then the last one is traction. So traction is you know where we bring it down to the ground, make it happen. Um, that's where we get the building the accountability and the discipline there. Um, having really great uh, meetings, bit um, getting clarity in there and we we like to say that um, vision without traction is hallucination um because that, that's what happens a lot of the time is you know, people have got some vision, but it's never really achieved because they never really got traction on it. so traction's really around getting the strength in you know executing on that vision where everybody's got that discipline um understands the vision wants to be part of the vision, is executing on it with accountability. So mm. that's the traction. And those are the, six, those are the six components, Andy.
0: Really interesting, isn't it? I think that the processes are so important, aren't they? Just, it, 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 I think most people understand the value of processes. Very few people get to a point where they really accurately and well map them out so they've got this established almost playbook of how to run that business. And that almost, I think, plays off if we go back to Michael Gerber's e-myth it's the same sort of thing, isn't it? It's how do you make the business run when you're not in the business so you haven't got the worst job in the world, which is <laughs> running loads of terrible clients. And that's easy to do within the marketing agency environment as well is to to lose focus on creating a business and to focus more on running clients. Is, a, is yeah. I think lots of agency people do a lot. Um, and it's a and it's a it's a fundamental mistake isn't it to do that and not to build those processes
1: yeah the, oh 100 percent. yeah and and i saw uh, read a lovely quote the other day which was um um systemize the predictable um to humanize the exceptional which really says you know there's a lot of stuff which can be you know which you can predict is going to happen needs to happen should happen the order in which things happen how they happen and and you have processes that systemize that um, and it frees up time and, and energy um, because you're not spending time knife and forking and managing every little thing each time doing it a different way every time because you've got processes that just make it happen without you even thinking about it and that frees up time and energy to really um humanize the exceptional uh, so that you know you can have those really great relationships with your clients because you've got the time and energy to do it you can you know all of the things that you're being held back by because like you're spending all the time just getting the stupid stuff done um you know that you can systemize it, so I think that was great you know systemize the predictable to uh humanize the exceptional yeah, that um, is really like good.
0: It. Where did that come from who who are you quoting there uh,
1: oh. <laughs> i don't know I've, i read it and i went oh that's good that really goes to the heart of it um no I, I don't, <laughs> don't worry sorry.
0: we'll have to rely on good old mr google to help us yeah uh, google
1: will no doubt tell us yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> so w- when we talk about things like leadership teams that to me sounds like bigger businesses who have leadership teams rather than perhaps agencies that might be small 5 10 15 people that might have maybe one or two directors and haven't really got that leadership team structure so does this does eos lend itself better to a larger enterprise or can it be applied to those small medium and micro businesses that might be in this sector
1: sure um you you know the the, most EOS clients are in the sort of range of 10 person to 250 person businesses um you know if it's a one two person business it it's really probably not that important because you haven't got the sort of the complexity that's building up you haven't got the um you know five people all with a different vision in their head yeah. um you know so so a lot of the things that it addresses really aren't significant challenges within a you know two three person business now if you' know kind of if you're a six seven person business um and you're kind of seeing the runway that you're going to be eight, nine, 10 in the next, you know, 12 months or something like that, then, you know, absolutely traction makes sense to read. Um, EOS would definitely help you on that journey at that point. Um, but, and there are, I mean, I, I know of, of, you know, two person businesses that are fully implemented on EOS. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, there, there are some, it's, it's not like a hard and fast rule or less than 10 people. EOS is a waste of time, you know? I, I know businesses fully implemented on, on two-person businesses mm. fully implemented. But, yeah, generally speaking, it's where where the, you really start to see um, the challenges that EOS Solskjaer is kind of around the 10-person and growing. Yeah,
0: mm, Okay. I imagine that visionary piece is the piece that, you know, helps from the very outset, even if it's just the two of you. To have some alignment on that, as you start to grow, will help you to attract the right sort of talent from day one, rather than you know perhaps getting to ten and realizing at that stage, well, we haven't got the right people in the right seats here. Had yeah, me, then that.
1: you've got to unknit it. Yeah,
0: yes, exactly. <laughs> so, kind of getting it right from from ground zero almost.
1: Yeah, um, as I say, certainly you know you can take out the you know the the vision component as a, a two page document called VTO. You can you know complete one of those. Um, has eight questions that helps clarify vision um get you on the same page if you're a two three person start to understand you know as you say if you're bringing in three four people growing to six people then yes you're going to get right fit people so that you don't then kind of have the pain of in two years time going you yeah, know they they they're good but they're
0: not brilliant yeah (laughs) they just don't quite do this or quite fit with this yeah Yeah, absolutely agree if throughout the book there's loads of good advice for things to do uh, from things like marketing as well Uh, it talks about guarantees in there as well as part of your core proposition and and i think that's quite interesting as well you know labeling things as your proven process and I just think that the book is littered full of ideas that I think is valuable for any business to read um, but I think particularly for those that are have been more focused on delivering a service and not so much on the mechanics of their business I think it's just invaluable I keep telling this to people and they're like what oh, I don't even know what it is yet I haven't read it yet <laughs> So I wanted to talk to you Tim to help me evangelize about the value <laughs> of
1: the OS really well, I, you know, I, I, I'm a, you know, as I say, devotee, practically a disciple, and that wasn't because, you know, I read a book and thought it was good. It was because I read a book, I've worked with and practiced and used the tools day in, day out for for me, for some years. Seen yeah. huge benefits, seen all sorts of, um, you know, challenges resolved, and and companies become healthy, stronger. Um, it's you know, practical experience has, has taught me that, and. You know, there's like t- uh, ten thousand and twenty, I think it is companies fully implemented on EOS today. But, but you mentioned proven process, and it's one of my favourites. <laughs> um, and and uh, just for the you know people listening, it's a one page visual illustration of your relationship with your clients from the point you start talking to them to the, the life of the relationship. It describes in, you know, in a simple kind of you know flow chart visual color diagram eight steps, five steps, something like that, which shows how you look after them during that relationship. Um, and it's, you know, particularly marketing agencies, if you go to a client and you say, um, you know, we can help you with your your rebranding, with your PPC, your SEO, whatever, and this is how we do it and this is how we look after you and here's a simple diagram that you can understand, a proven process, then people will look at it and they go, ah you know what you're talking about you've clearly done this before i can see exactly how you're going to look after me i like the way you're going to look after me um this is great i feel really comfortable and and trustworthy um trust is building at that point with them so you know and we eos we have a proven process as well (laughs) No, no surprise there we you know, we uh, drink our own champagne. Um, <laughs> I wonder
0: which one you were going to use there—whether it's drink yeah. your own Kool Aid or eat your own dog food. But yeah, uh, yeah,
1: no, I'm not going with the dog food one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's you know, and most people don't have a proven process that they can show to a prospect. Really? So just if you've got one, you're already head and shoulders above most other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's
0: I, I guess. Quite often, we don't want to restrict ourselves as small business owners anyway. So, well, sure, I can do that. I can, uh, I can flex, I can bend. And, of course, we all know there's real value in focus and being an expert in one space rather than yeah. to be that jack-of-all trades. Yeah,
1: you, you touched on a the thing there, which, you know, people get a bit worried about, especially as a you know, small business, which is, you know, we're, oh, we're really nimble and we're flexible and we can do this and we can do that and we can twist and turn and we're agile. And it, that's what our competitive advantage is. But, you know, I think I'd say two things to that. One is, you know, the point you're just making, which is, look, yeah, you can twist and turn. You can take on any which client in the whole world you want. Um, but if you're taking on people who are very disparate um, and you don't have a core focus, you're never really going to be able to become truly expert in anything. You're never really truly going to scale that business um, and, and become world class because you're just too um, scattered. Um, absolutely you know so that that that's that's definitely a big you know business strategy point and the and the second one around people kind of getting a bit concerned about you know oh eos doesn't that you know is it going to constrain me and stop me um being exceptional and and the answer is it's really you know it's handrails not handcuffs It's it's not a system which will stop you doing things It it's a system that just helps you do them better mm-hmm. um so it, you know people get worried oh i'm not going to be you know if i've got to stick to this thing i'm not going to be able to um you know use my creativity anymore but it, it's not it doesn't stop creativity it doesn't stop good stuff it's just handrails that helps guide you um, and, and 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 saves you on things so
0: i think almost focuses your attention to do some things really good rather than lots of things okay um, it,
1: it certainly generates focus yeah yeah, yeah. And, exactly. and i think we've all probably seen worked with businesses where um you know people are you know the joke about well this is priority one this is priority a um <laughs> you know you know i've got five priorities and tomorrow it's going to be a different five yes um and it it really helps resolve those sorts of struggles as well
0: yes yeah i can i can imagine and i can see that benefiting me personally as well (laughs) which is a different conversation altogether tim (laughs) Uh, so you've obviously worked with marketing businesses implementing eos previously what kind of what kind of things do you typically see within marketing agency or consultancy businesses that you think is a kind of easy quick wins
1: uh easy quick wins um well you know just getting the you know vision clarified um getting the right structure in place um, is is doesn't take that much effort mm. <laughs> um you know we 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 do it in within sixty days we have in you know, a vision clarified um everyone's on the same page with it we have a clear structure, we have priorities set um so just just that is a big step forward because very often uh things have grown up um from where they were there's kind of you know there's complexity seeped in that no one realized was there um and there's also lack of clarity. Um, as, as to you know well, oh we're fl- you know everybody does everything in this business, you know we we, we all work together, we're a team <laughs> and you know we don't we don't have one person looks after this and another person looks after that, but which is fine when you're three people maybe. Um, but when you're four, five, eight people, you really need to start to get a bit more clarity around exactly. Who is accountable for what, you know, what the roles are of each person. Do you know um, what I
0: think What where I've seen that so many times in agency life is where within an agency, everybody is responsible for business development. Everybody's got to get new clients in. And I always think that's such a mistake because yeah. is dev is a specialist skill set. It's a discipline. And yeah. it's different to client service. It's different to copywriting. It's yeah. different to all those other things that go into providing client service. And I, I always think that's a mistake when that gets bundled in together and everyone has that remit to to grow.
1: Um, just feels to me like wrong people in the wrong seats. Totally, 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 totally. I mean, very early on in my career, um, you know, I was r- running a team um and we we had some sort of um you know some work that needed to be done and you know i had this idea well you know it'd be good for uh, you know people from the the core team to all do a bit of it from time to time because it 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 was a it was to do with touching customers and so on Um, and we did that for a while and and then we switched to having specialists in that it made such a difference certainly Um, so uh, you know yeah i mean it would be lovely if everyone you know, if everyone's always selling the business, if everybody's business development, great. You are selling the business there. So if you're doing great customer service, you may not be biz dev, but if you're doing great customer service, you're impressing people. If you're good, you know, delivering great results um, and great projects, well, that that is it in itself going to be selling the business. You know, absolutely, because you're going to get the referrals and happy clients but to have that kind of like as a formal kind of you know everyone needs to be generating new clients no that's uh i wouldn't sign up to that model <laughs> no, it doesn't
0: sit it doesn't sit so well with me either no. and it's funny i used to work for a very large agency and they they had this thing about everyone having billable time and it got to a point where the people running cash flow in the accounts they were having to spend time on the client account because they had to be billable yeah so Again, it was bonkers for me, but um... anyway, we're not going to pick apart my past experience. (laughs) We could be here all day, Tim. One of the things that occurred to me as I read through traction is it's very digestible and it has laid out very neatly the things that you need to do to think about uh, to implement EOS. Is it possible for an agency to read this book and, and, you know, draw enough out of it? Or do they need to find someone like yourself, Tim, uh, to say, is that going to be a better result for them to get an external person in to actually help them implement EOS, I guess, is my question.
1: Sure. Um, You know, there there are businesses for sure that read Traction. They like it. They'll set about self-implementing. You know, they'll spend the time and energy really digging into it, understanding it implementing it um, you know i'm a professional eOS implementer um, of course you're going to expect me to say it's better to get professional help <laughs> um, but there are truly benefits because it's like with with learning any new skill and any new thing you know you you could you know get into a car and just experiment read a manual for how to drive a car you know get in and e- experiment with the pedals and the steering wheel and this wobbly thing in the middle um and and try and drive that car around but you know getting a little bit of help on how how to make it work properly and you know getting some avoiding the train wrecks otherwise you're going to crash into a few vehicles um (laughs) you know so it's definitely you faster um and you'll probably end up doing it cleaner um more purely i should say
0: yeah, I mean, I, I tend to agree. I think um, it's like all things. I, I could probably do my own end of year tax return, but if I go to my accountant to do that, it's more likely that we're going to have a, a more tax efficient return <laughs> that goes in because he or she would better <laughs> understand what uh, needs to go into that year end report. And I think it's the same. I mean, I I value very highly uh, external professional consultants in my business world to help me to understand the things that I couldn't possibly understand, whether that's accounting or legal, or in this case, implementing a management framework, I suppose. Um, So yeah, totally on board with that. Yeah, Tim, it would be great because there's a lot of terminology, a lot of phrases used in traction. It'd be great just to, to to get you to pick apart one or two of those and the biggest one I think is rocks because rocks comes across in traction doesn't it so what are rocks all about
1: oh yeah rocks that's that's uh, probably the one that most people kind of look strangely at me because most of the terminology is fairly self-evident but rocks is the one what rocks what are you talking about um but you know rocks is a rock is what we define as a priority business priority for the next 90 days um, and what we do is you know we define we, we clarify the, the rocks set rocks in fact every 90 days um, making what are the three to seven priorities for the company over the next 90 days um, for the each individual leader uh, we call those priorities uh, uh, rocks and then we write the definition of that rock as a smart statement so I'm sure most people are familiar with smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, time bound. So we make sure the rock is written smart and that it has someone who's accountable for it, who's driving that rock. Um, but why rocks? So, yeah, rocks is what we use for our term of a priority. Um, but why rocks? So Stephen Covey uh, coined a term. Um, and if you've got to imagine a glass cylinder and it's your time, your, all of your time is this glass cylinder. Next to that glass cylinder, imagining a pile of rocks, a uh, pile of pebbles, some sand and some water. You know, the rocks are the most important business priorities. Um, the big things, the pebbles are the day to day activities and to do's. The sand is the interruptions and the things that get in the way and the water is everything else. And what most people do with their glass of time is they, they first put the water in, then they put in the sand, then they put in the pebbles, and then they try to put the rocks in, um, those business priorities, and they find they don't fit. Of course. Um, but if you do it the other way around, if you put the rocks in, then there's some gaps, but then pebbles fit around the rocks, and then the sand fits around the pebbles, and then you can put the water in. And everything fits in to the glass. Um, So we just sort of saying, look, rocks, they're called rocks because they are the priorities. You've got to focus on the rocks, focus on getting those done, put them into your glass first and everything else will fit around it. Don't do it like most people do, which is worry about the sand and the pebbles and then find, (laughs) ah, I didn't get the rocks done.
0: Yeah, it's so easy to do that and get distracted by all those day to day things like checking emails and you know, getting lost in social media and, and and not focusing around the delivery of those bigger issues or rocks as you call them as part of EOS. yeah tim I, I have a feeling that we could talk about this for quite a long time but i don't think it'd make a very interesting podcast episode
1: oh, I, I could talk about it for a very long time yes
0: <laughs> i've no doubt uh tim w- where where should people go to if they want to find out more if they want to get in touch with you and and start their eos journey what's the What's the, I guess, best place for
1: them to start their search? Sure. Do um, you know if anyone wants to find out a bit more? Obviously, you can pick up a, a copy of Traction. Um, as you said, it's very easy read. It's a good read. Um, or, you know, and or, um, you know, contact me. It's twatson at traction6.co.uk. That's S-I-S-6, not numeral 6. Okay. Um, you know, or just search on Traction 6, Tim Watson, should be able to find my website, Traction Six Co UK. Um, give me a bell, um be happy to, um, you know, explain more around EOS. Um, you know, spend ninety minutes with you, give you a total rundown, top to bottom, of what EOS is, um, and you know, I'd never charge for that. Happy to help people understand that.
0: I think we've just scratched the surface here, haven't we, Tim? Really, as to what EOS is. Maybe we'll do that 90 minute session and I'll invite a bunch of agencies to come along and we can run that um, as part of an agency's code thing, Tim. Perhaps we'll have a chat about that offline. And, uh, Indeed. That. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Tim, I really appreciate you giving up uh, an hour of your time this morning. I've thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. I've learned some stuff. I've, I guess, I was already bought into traction. To be totally honest, I, EOS, I already got it. But what I wanted to do was to help others in 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 the agency squared community to get it too, because I think there's extraordinary value to be had in looking at this as a way to structure a business. So I'm so pleased that you agreed to come on and talk about it. So thank oh,
1: you my it. my absolute pleasure. Um, I'm always you know my passion is really helping people, helping entrepreneurial businesses be better, help people get a better life. That's what i do so the chance to come on and, and and provide some help in some shape or form always a delight
0: super thanks so much tim
1: thanks Andy. bye